When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Michigan escapes with a 24-21 victory over the Black Knights of Army. Get the breakdown. Brian and I will will talk about this game. We've got player interviews, and we'll get the calls, some replays from Jim and Dan, along with the audio from Coach Harbaugh, all to come on this episode of In the Trenches. Let's go In the Trenches with John Jansen. The former Wolverines captain and Michigan Sports Hall of Famer will take you inside the locker room with players and coaches. We have much respect for them. They fight for our country. We just want to say thank you. It was a real test to us. Faced a lot of adversity, but then we came through at the end. Showed a lot of courage. Could be could be a really good thing for our team. In the end, we got the dub. That's all that matters. Once again, here's John Jansen. At this time, I want to bring in Brian Bush and... Brian, this was one of those games where you were on your edge of your seat. You were standing up cheering the entire game. The defense at the end came through. Are you sweating as much as I am? John, I don't know if anyone sweats as much as you, but I guess if ever, yeah, this is uh, probably when you would be pretty darn close. So uh, let's play back some of the highlights for those who haven't heard them yet from our radio broadcast. Starting in the third quarter, Michigan trailing 14-7, to Army threatening third and goal. Big third down play. They go counter pitch, pressure. They throw in the end zone. It's intercepted. It's a big mistake by Army. Michigan defensively dodges a bullet thanks to the interception from Lavert Hill. With all the ebbs and flows of this ball game, that might get overlooked, but it may have saved the game for Michigan. We'll hear from Lavert Hill later on in the podcast. So the Wolverines take advantage of that Lavert Hill interception, like Army did with a couple of first half turnovers from Michigan via fumbles a little bit later on. Give it to Charbonnet again, right up over right guard. He pounds his way into the end zone. Charbonnet, his second touchdown of his career, his second of the day, and the Wolverines are one point. 
from tying this one up. That would be the final scoring play of regulation, but boy, Army was close at the buzzer, narrowly missing a 50-yard field goal that would have won the game. Instead, overtime. The Black Knights would cash in with a touchdown on the front portion of overtime number one. Michigan would respond. Charbonnet fights. Does he get in? Yes. Yes. Touchdown, Michigan, in overtime. They're a field goal away from sending it to another overtime as Charbonnet scores his third of the day. So a second overtime. When Michigan's offense would go three and out, Jake Moody would come on and nail a 43-yard field goal. Then Michigan's defense had a chance to seal the deal. He rolls out. He's going. He's looking to pass. He's going to be second fumble. He's fumbled the ball. And did Michigan recover? If Michigan recovers, it's over. Michigan game over. The defense wins it in the second overtime. Now, Jim, this will get reviewed. We better better slow down. It's Quiddy Pay who makes the first play on it, Dan. And I think it's... Josh Uche, who covers the ball. Quiddy Pay, along with Aiden Hutchinson, swarmed. Josh Uche recovered the fumble. And you heard Dan there mention the review. Call was upheld, and Michigan celebrated a double overtime victory over Army. John, we're going to get into some of the things that this Wolverines club needs to do to improve. But you've mentioned many times before that national championship team in 1997. The first goal, the primary goal, the only goal, win. Michigan did that today against a legit team. Yeah, you're going up against a team that uh, is very successful. They're very confident, and they've beaten teams, and they've they've played with teams. You go back to the, the game, and we talked about it all, all week long. The game against Oklahoma last year went into overtime, and, and Oklahoma had to you know score a touchdown to win that game. It was very similar to this, this one. So this is an Army team that has experience going on the road, playing against big-time opponents, high-ranked opponents, and putting up an absolute fight. And that's what tonight was to this afternoon. When you think about the couple of the plays that were made at the end of the game, big-time plays by, by young Wolverines, that's Aiden Hutchinson and Jake Moody, the ability to step in when you know that there's absolutely no option to, to miss the field goal. Jake Moody, last year against Indiana, we were introduced to him with six field goals. Today, we were reintroduced with the fact that he is has just ice running through his veins, nailed the field goal, and then Aiden Hutchinson... Uh, in that last defensive uh, uh, series, just owned everything that Army was doing and made two terrific plays to win the football game. Yeah, and you mentioned that Oklahoma game from last season. I'm sure over the next couple of weeks there will be some think pieces, some editorials. Uh, Michigan, maybe they can't do what they have set out to do this season, win a Big Ten championship, get to the playoff, win a national championship based off this game. And, hey, I wonder this time – one year ago how those think pieces did for oh Kyler Murray's no Baker Mayfield Oklahoma's not a contender without the number one overall pick in the draft well and then Kyler Murray went and became the number one pick in the draft so we don't know the future of this team but this win will hold weight in my opinion positive weight no matter how sloppy it was at times it does and you know there's there's so many expectations coming into this football season in terms of this offense being explosive and putting up big numbers but i will i will caution everybody that last week you know in, in regards to the 
the score and the the big play potential. There were some there, and there could be more. This week, we knew going in that this was going to be a fight, and we did everything we could to invite that fight to our front door um, by turning the ball over three times, by penalties, by you know missed field goals. It just you can't continue to do that and think you're ever going to pull away from a team that is as disciplined, as tough, as hard-nosed as Army is. And we saw that. We've seen that in 10 games in a row, the 10-game win streak that Army had coming into this game. So, yes, they're not a ranked opponent. I thought that they should have been. They should have been probably a top 17, you know, 16, 15 right in there. But it doesn't matter. They're a team that has had success. They're confident. They, you know, there's just so much that you could talk about that Army team. For Michigan to come away with a hard-fought victory, it means something. And there's a lot of lessons that you can learn from this film, from this game moving forward. And thank goodness we have a bye week so that we have a chance to, to actually sit down, watch the film, dissect it, and learn from it. A guy who's going to take full advantage of the extra week before Wisconsin, that's Zach Charbonnet. 33 carries for the true freshman. He cranked out 100 yards, scored all three of Michigan's touchdowns. Your thoughts on his effort and how he was focused on is not just the Wolverines' top tailback, but top offensive option. 33 carries. Hey, I'd give him 34, 35. I would keep doing it because he is a kid that – We haven't seen him break the big one yet. I've seen it at practice. I've seen it at different times where when he gets in the open space, he's going to be gone. And as soon as that happens, all of a sudden with 33 carries, instead of 100 yards, you got 140, 150, 160. He is a special individual, and he can handle the the, the weight load, the workload that he is given right now with 33 carries. That is when you have to rely on somebody. And you don't want to have to rely on a freshman, but that's who we have right now. He's very good at it. He doesn't lay the ball on the ground. Uh, and f- right now, that's about the most important thing that you can look for in, in those that are handling the ball is possession. John, what do you make of Shea's struggles? Uh, you know, it's a lot goes into when a quarterback is under duress. Um, and, and one thing that he has to do, whether he's running downfield or he's under duress, is when you feel that presence and you feel like you're going you're gonna to be taken down, If even if you're trying to run away, tuck that ball, hold it as tight and as, as close to your body as you possibly can because you can't be swinging the ball around. That is something that he will have to learn. He will have to correct. I know the coaches are harping on it. It has to get done because you cannot expect to go against Wisconsin. You can't expect to go against Michigan State, against Ohio State, Notre Dame, the the bigger opponents that we're going to play further down the schedule and think that you can lay the ball on the ground three times and come away with a win. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, ball security will be key, of course. What else are you looking for from this team as they get ready to face off with a Wisconsin team that has blitzed South Florida and Central Michigan. I know not the best opponents, but they've done it 110 to nothing. What are you looking for? Well, what, what you can learn from these last two weeks, uh, number one, possess the football. I'm gonna, th- when you listen to the podcast this week, when, when we do the radio show on Monday night, that will be the number one thing that we talk about is possession of the football. You cannot lay the ball on the ground, and it, people are going to get sick and tired of me 
uh, talking about it, but it is the number one priority. Then you look and you say, okay, what can we build on? What can we improve on defensively? Uh, it's, it's continuing to put pressure on the quarterback. And that wasn't an opportunity really this week. It, and even last week, it wasn't a huge opportunity because Middle Tennessee was getting the ball out of their hands so quick, but continue to put pressure on the quarterback, force some turnovers, pop that ball out, which it has been, but then we got to fall on it, make sure we get it. And when you look at this film, what you can learn, you may not see this offense again, but what you can learn from this is the discipline that you need to, to be a good defense. And, and those fundamentals will never change. And there are some guys that play on field, and there's great value in that. But to be a great defense, you have to be a defense that everybody can count that each man is going to perform their responsibility. And for the most part today, I was extremely happy with how the defense did that in facing this triple option. It is a very difficult, especially when you've got young guys up front that haven't seen it before, it's a very difficult defense. So you can take that confidence into playing a team like Wisconsin, who's the next opponent, and Jonathan Taylor, probably the best running back in the country. I would argue him against anybody else. So you're going to have to have that discipline and make sure your eyes are fixed on what you're supposed to be doing so that you don't get out of position, you don't put your buddy in a bad position, and you continue to be a good defense. All right, let's get into the interview portion of our post-game edition. First up, as always, head coach Jim Harbaugh's thoughts with John from shortly after the game. Coach, uh, dogfight out there tonight. What was the message to the team after coming away victorious? That's how you fight. That's how you fight. Uh, you know, uh, adversity, you know, uh, pressure uh, on. I mean, that's. Uh, I think our team's gone to a higher level in, in both those regards. And, uh, and defensively, it was just a... That was a gem. I mean, they couldn't have, couldn't ask more from the defense. Put them in, in our defense in worse position than we did today. And uh, but Don Brand just called a heck of a game. Razor at the end there, and uh, that was a great sack by Aiden Hutchinson and and uh, Uche and Quiddy Pay fell on the ball. And, uh, and I thought those guys you know, really played tough. It was a, it was a fight. Yep, that's uh, that's what I, that's what I told them. Way to fight. Uh, at the end of the game, just to, again, the defense, the way that they came up in that second overtime. But uh, before we even talk about that more, talk about Jake Moody and his ability to step in there in the in the overtime to hit that field goal. Yeah, he had um, he got through. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, our kicker's, uh, kicker's been kicking well so far, and uh, both him and, and Quinn, but uh, that, was a, that was a clutch kick. The, the second overtime, the one that won it for uh, you guys, Aiden Hutchinson just seemed to be unstoppable in that. Another guy all day long that seemed to be unstoppable was Jordan Glasgow. He's always around the ball. Just talk about the effort those two guys have given you. Well, there's nobody gives more effort uh, than Jordan Glasgow, but but uh, I'll tell you what, Uche was at that same level today. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson, Quiddy Pay, Carlo Kemp. Uh, I thought our guys great, gave great uh, effort. Josh Metellus uh, go right up and down the line, and uh, it was tremendous, tremendous effort. You know, it was a it was a whale of a football game. You give uh, give Army a lot of credit. They uh, they uh, played a heck of a game. Uh, in the second half, Ronnie Bell had uh, what was it? I think it was 80 yards. You came coming out of training camp. You talked about him as being one of the guys that was most improved. What did you see from him today? Well, what we all saw. I mean, there were some real clutch catches he made. Uh, some big third down conversions. Uh, you know, contorting his body to to make the catch and then to get yards after the catch. 
uh, you know, a bunch of them. I don't know how many he caught right now. I mean, it seems like five or six, and, and they were all clutch. Uh, Zach Charbonnet, 33 rushes today, 100 yards. Um, he's turned into a bell cow early in his career. Uh, again, did you see having to give him the ball that many times today? Yeah, yeah. Um, we were, you know, we had, uh, we, we missed a p- protection. Uh, I don't think it was Zach, but uh, then, and just we had to go to him. We had to go to him and lean on him today, and, uh, and, and he came through. I mean, he had to be getting a little bit, a little bit tired, but uh, you know, he, he toughed it out and fought. I mean, it was, it was, uh, there was a lot of fight, you know, both sides, both teams. You know, you could see uh, both teams wanted to win the game very badly, and and, uh, and we were, uh, we persevered and were resilient and and uh, showed a lot of, a lot of courage. Could be, could be a really good thing for our team. Uh, early in the game, uh, turnovers. How concerned are you with the turnovers? Uh, yeah, really concerned. Uh, we missed a protection. Uh, I don't think um, our back didn't see it, and uh, what I what I think I saw, and uh, we got hit from the blind side. Shea lost the ball again in the uh, in the pocket. Uh, Vince Emmerin, uh the fumble. So um, too many turnovers, and, and then we turned the ball over on downs twice as well. So uh, as I said, you know things that um, we put our defense in a in tough positions. But came through on the drives and we needed them, and, and our defense you know, saved the day for us. They were the heroes. A lot of things go into the decisions uh, all game long, but uh, with 10 minutes to go, there was a fourth down. Could have gone for the field goal, decided to go for it. What went into the decision to go for it on fourth? Well, we had talked about that distance for the field goal, and, and we were going to go for it on fourth and three or less. And I believe it was fourth and two. Um, that, was, uh, that was a decision. We thought we had a play that would work. And, um, you know, ended up that uh, we didn't get it. Two class programs. Uh, and I don't know if you were out there to see this, but uh, when Army sang their alma mater, your guys went to stand with them. How special is it to see your, your team just perform the way they did? Uh, you know, that's uh, something that's a tradition at Army. And, uh, and we, we have great respect for them. And after playing them, we have, have even more respect for them. Uh, and, yeah, we were, right, we were all right there, coaches and players, uh, uh, that was a uh, that was a really good moment of of uh, sportsmanship to two opponents that uh, played a very hard fought game and and uh, you know, showed their respect to each other after the game was over. Heading into a bye week, what do you want to see happen this this week to improve? Uh, we're going to get back back to work. I mean, it's um, still uh, still getting everything tighter offensively uh, is is going to be necessary. Penalties, um, turnovers. Protections, um, you know, blocking schemes, everything. You know, it's just got to get, uh, it's got to get tighter. It's got to get more of a well-oiled uh, operation, and we'll go back to work on it this week. Great, thanks, coach. Congratulations on the win. Thank you, John. There's head coach Jim Harbaugh about 20 minutes after the Wolverines double overtime win over Army. Almost immediately after the game, Doug Karsh caught up with Aiden Hutchinson on the field. Did you know they'd be this tough? You know, Army came out here. You know, you got to give them the respect. They're a good team. They're a good team. In the end, we got the dub. That's all that matters. Okay, you made a big play there on second down. Take us through that to put them in the third and long. You know, we said a little blitz going on. I got through. Tackled the quarterback. Just did my job. Okay, the the, four, the third and long, I, the, the fumble, we don't even know who recovered it. Was it you? No, I, I hit him. I don't know who recovered it. It was Uche. It was, it was, it was, apparently it was Josh Uche. But take us through that play. Yeah, 
obviously it was a long down. I was thinking pass. I convert. I go, I hit the quarterback. Next thing you know, it's our ball. So, you know, I'm just really proud of how this team fought and all that we did. Happy for two weeks to get ready for the next one? Hell yeah. Wisconsin on the clock. I love that interview. That is so tremendous. Uh, Wisconsin on the clock indeed. Uh, let's stay on the defensive side. Here's Doug with Josh Patelis. How frustrating is it to play a team like that that keeps running the same play over and over and over? I mean, it's real frustrating, but you know, it shows you how disciplined you actually are on defense. If you know if you could grind and pound, how they trying to grind and pound. And, you know, it was a real test to us. You know, being able to like know they was running a play and still being able to stop it because they run the play well. That's why they run it. And you know, being able to stop it and limit it to as much yards as we did. You know, we did a great job. Well, in the second quarter of that game, Quiddy Pay gets in the back room, backfield, knocks the ball loose. You get a recovery. It looked like your knee wasn't down, but they blew the whistle and couldn't review it. Take us through that play. Yeah. Um. So my my job was the pitch man, obviously, and I, I got off the block and I seen him drop it. So my first reaction was try to hit the ball back the other way. And once I hit it, I was like, I could, I could still pick it up because he didn't dive back on it. So now I brought both of my feet up to make sure I wasn't down, picked the ball up and try to score. And I did, but they called it back. So you had already intentionally thought, get my knee off the ground before. Yeah, because I, I, once I slapped the ball and I got it away from him, I was like, I could pick it up now because I felt I, I felt Josh Uche right next to me. And I'm like, all right, if he's right here, somebody else, like, you feel me, like somebody else won't be able to get to me. So that must be so frustrating. In the heat of the moment, you're thinking yeah. about it, and then they call it anyway. Yeah, it's all good. It's football. All right. Well, obviously, you knew they'd be tough. Did you expect them to be this tough, take it um, down to the wire? Yeah, I expected it. I mean, we're probably the biggest game they have on their schedule. And, you know, I expected them to come out there full force like they did, you know, especially having a not-so-good game last week. I expected them to come head on, and they did, and, you know, we was ready for them. Two huge turnovers in the second half. They're up 14-7. They're about to go up 21-7, and Lavert Hill comes up with an interception. What did you see on that play? Um, so me and Levert was actually on the same side, and before the, the, the formation they ran wasn't like the other ones. So you know, me and him looked at each other, was like, "Yeah, like be ready for the pass." You know, I dropped back, he stayed low, and the quarterback just threw it right to him, and then we tried to get to the end zone, but somebody came and got him from behind. Obviously, then the play Aiden Hutchinson and Josh Uche make to seal the game. What did you see there? Oh, it was amazing. Uh, my heart stopped on that play. Actually, you know, I got deep. I knew they would have to pass the ball. They had no other option. We we got. I got deep. I watched them sack them, and then I seen the ball go up in there, and like my heart just stopped. Like I dropped. I was like, oh my, like it was just you know unreal, you know, for our team to fight back and get that win. When the game ended, you guys went and stood with them while they sang their alma mater. The fans started chanting USA. How special was that moment? It was real special. Um, one of my best friends actually goes to the Army. He plays on the football team, number eight, the one who got ejected. Um, but, yeah, so you know, it was just nice, you know, being there, you know, giving thanks to the people who serve our country. Some stuff to clean up. you got a bye week coming up. What do you think is important for the defense to clean up before you go to Wisconsin? Um, You know, just fix ourselves. You know, we haven't played, you know, a real style of offense yet. You know, we played Middle Tennessee last week, got the ball out quick screens. Then we played Army, you know, triple wing T. So, you know, we got to get ourselves back into that um, that regular offense, that tight end, couple wide outs, you know, quarterback who stays in the pocket and drops back and throw it. We got to get ourselves back mentally ready for that. You're looking forward to that, huh? I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> Josh, thanks. Thank you. We referenced the big Lavert Hill interception earlier. Here's Doug with Levert. Overall, you knew they'd be tough. Right. Did you know they'd be this tough? Uh, yeah, coming in the game, we worked hard for this because we know they was going to give it uh, give it their all, so we just go out there and fight back. How difficult is it to play in a game like this as a defensive back when they don't throw the entire – well, they had one throw, but they, it came. It was a penalty, but they don't throw at all. How tough is it to keep your head in the game and do what you're supposed to do? Uh, you just got to stay on your keys and don't fall asleep because they go run, 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 and they can uh, open up with a pass, so just don't fall asleep. All right, so you get to halftime. You're losing 14-7. What was the message in the halftime locker room? Just go out there. Defense need to stop. Offense need to uh, – 
keep it going, try to score. So we just all the opportunities we got, just get an offense back to ball. So that was it. So Levert, offense goes three and out. They're knocking on the door, and you make what may be the biggest play of the game. Take us through it. Uh, like I said, uh, Cozy, our coach told us, just don't fall asleep because the pass is coming. So we just read our keys, and the ball's in there, and I just caught it. Once you caught it, did you think you had a chance to go the distance? Uh, yeah, I did have a chance to go the distance, but I felt, I felt somebody on my back, so I knew he was going to tap me, so that was it. All right, let's talk about the guy who made two huge plays at the end of the game, Aiden Hutchinson, a tackle for loss, and then a forced fumble the last two plays. Take, what do you think of the way he played at the end? Uh, he's, a, he's a playmaker, he's a fighter, he's a warrior. And we just uh, lean on him, and he's one of our big guys on defense, so he just do the job for us, and we just congratulate him. Talk about the respect you have for those guys, because when the game ended, you guys go over and stand side by side with the Army yeah. Cadets when they sang their alma mater. Was take us through that moment for you? Uh, we have much respect for them. They fight for our country. We just want to say thank you and just look for us another game. All right, another game is two weeks away. You got a bye week. What do you think the defense needs to shore up before you open Big Ten play at Wisconsin? We just gotta fight and just keep working, keep working all the time. So, yeah. Maybe the biggest play of the game today. Nice job. Thank you so much. And finally, Mr. 33 carries the true freshman Zach Charbonnet chatted with Doug for a second straight week. Overall, I have to imagine it's a feeling of relief after this game. Yes, sir. Felt, faced a lot of adversity, but then we came through at the end. Let's talk a little bit about your day. You had 33 carries. Uh, they, Fred Jackson, the old running back coach here, used to say the football isn't heavy, but how tired are you? Pretty tired. You know, as um. My teammates probably are, too. You know, we had a hard fight. Tell us a little bit about their defense. Obviously, they were pretty tough. Yeah, they were a tough defense. Um, brought a lot of pressure, ran in the ball, so it was tough. It's your first time playing in a game that was really high stress at the end. Was there anybody keeping you guys calm, any leaders in the huddle, anybody on the sideline helping you guys through it? Uh, we were all just keeping each other, you know, um, calm, you know, just keeping each other up, getting our heads up. That was it. Tell us about the field goal attempt at the end of regulation. Where were you when he kicked that ball and had a chance to beat you guys and take us through what you saw? Uh, we were all on the sideline just praying that he missed. Just praying he missed. Obviously he did. And then Jake Moody comes through with a big field goal for you guys. How about your defense, and specifically Aiden Hutchinson? Back-to-back plays, second down and third down. He forced the turnover. You you play against him in practice. How good is he? Um, he's a great player. You know, I was on – the same with that whole defense. You know, they came through when they needed to. Um, offense struggled. We had a little bit of turnovers, but, you know, the defense stopped them and kept getting us in a good position. All right, you got a week off before you guys go to Wisconsin. What do you think are going to be points of emphasis for you and the run game moving forward? Um, me and the run game moving forward. Um, honestly, I can't just say the run game. You know, as offense as a whole, you know, we just need to get better. Um, running backs, we got to clean up the details and just know who we got. Finally, Zach, when the game ended, you guys went over with them while they sang their alma mater. Your team and their team standing side by side. The fans started chanting USA. Was that something pre-planned, and how special was it? Um, it was really special, you know. I mean, tough, tough game against them, and we, you know, we just came together as a family at the end and just celebrated. Zach, thanks for your time. Thanks. Thanks to Coach Harbaugh, to Zach, to Aiden, to Josh, to Levert for joining us here uh, shortly after what was a thrilling game. And, John, a great day for college football between two great programs, and there was a really special moment after the game. Uh, at the end, uh, you know, Michigan always goes down to the student section, sings their fight song. 
Army does the same thing. They go over to their section and they sing their alma mater. Well, Michigan went over and stood with Army um, as they sang their alma mater, and then the, the, the fans started to cheer USA. There are some things that are so much bigger than what we are doing at the moment in terms of a football game. This, this seems huge and, and so important to us, but when you think about Army and, and the Navy, the Air Force, the Marines, all of the services that protect us and for what we do, you can go to battle with these guys for three and a half hours or however long that game was, but leading up to it, we're all on the same team. When it's done, again, we are all on the same team. And the sacrifice that they make, and those student-athletes at Army are special individuals at all the academies because they do what is required of every student there, which is a, a tremendous amount, along with all the responsibilities that they have as a football player. Um, so my hat is off to them. They are a tough bunch of kids, and I couldn't be more proud of a team that we played against and more proud to say that I know that those guys all will always have our backs no matter what the situation. And I preface this by saying it's easier to say this after a win, but I think we would have been talking about how special that moment was, and I think even how great that game was, even had Army gotten the victory. That's how neat it was to be able to be a part of it. That's how commendable this Army program is. They came into play today with the nation's second longest active win streak, and they stand for so much more beyond football, and they're really good at football. And when when you look at their roster, and you see that their starting left tackle is you know six five two sixty five, and then their starting right tackle he's he's two ninety five but he's only about six two. These are kids that you know weren't heavily recruited at the major programs. They decided that they wanted to make a sacrifice. They wanted to make a decision to go to one of the academies and still be able to play football. They come out and they give everything they have on every play, every day, and it is so much fun to watch. And I'm so excited to see that the, that the Army team is having the success that they're having because they deserve every bit of it. Yeah, no doubt. A special day today at the Big House. We'll break it down more throughout the week on In the Trenches as the Wolverines get to 2-0 as they outlast Army 24-21 in double overtime. Thanks so much for listening, and Go Blue. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of In the Trenches with John Jansen. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.